right, all right, all right. Well, hello, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Married Life. Yes. <laughs> it is so good to have you here on spring break. And can you guys believe it? It actually has a hint of spring. Like thunderstorms. Come on. Yes. This is awesome. Well, my name's Tim, and this is my beautiful wife, Rachel. Hello. Uh, we get the opportunity to help out with Married Life, and we're excited to have you here tonight. So, Rachel, why don't you tell them what Married Life is and why we do Married Life? Okay. So, a really cool story. So, when Tim and I were courting, yes, Tim did the old-fashioned, can I court you, and asked my dad for permission, all the things. One of the times we sat down for coffee, I'm not even kidding, we just love Jimmy Evans so much and his, like, marriage today, that's a huge plug for their marriage ministry, but we had marriage on our hearts, like, just as we were even dating, this has always been something that was so volatile in our lives, and so we're so excited to make married life happen every month for our church family, and God was showing me, I met with one of our youth who's grown and is now an adult, and she asked me out this last week, and she was being wooed by a dud. We'll just say that. That's exactly what I called her. I said, That's he's a kind a, way to say someone I said, she should not. He's a dud. You met him on TikTok Tinder? No. Like, you know, and so... But one thing is she lived her life with Tim and I very closely for seven years throughout her youth. And the one thing I had sitting with her this week for coffee was she wants the marriage. And this isn't to brag, but it, marriage is hard work. Our marriage has been really hard work, <laughs> um, especially just with doing ministry together. And she said, I want your marriage. So it opened up a door, and I wrote today when I was on a run, I wrote, every kid wants to get married. I think of our youth, our junior high and our senior high, that's right around the corner right here. They're all meeting in there. They're all seeing either their parents walk into this room once a month holding hands or side by side making it a priority, or they see husbands and wives just pouring into this room. Every kid does want to get married. Their desire is to find a mate. So we want to make marriage something that they crave because it's Jesus-centered. How do we change this world? We make our marriages, and that's what we're here to do tonight, centered on Jesus. That is going to change it. So our life that is standing on Christ is going to be so attractive to our kids in our homes, to our grandkids. Your love in your marriage is so attractive that it reveals the enemy. Because when I sat with one of my youth this week, it was very easy for me to reveal that this man was operating as an enemy. And I had... A foundation to say that Come on. and she was saved so we're here to make a healthy atmosphere Woo! Come on. where we are intentionally taking an like hour a month to say I want to grow closer to you as my 
husband or my wife, and I want to put God first Come in our on. marriage. So that's why we're here tonight. Come on, that's awesome. If you got, there's some spots up here too. If anyone needs spots up this way, but uh, I love that word that you used of intentionality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often think this way about our walk with the Lord, but it's true as well with our walk with our spouse. You're not going to wake up, to, or I'll say this, you're not going to go to sleep one day and say, I accidentally grew closer to my spouse today, <laughs> right? But how often we want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But if we want to grow closer to our spouse, it takes intentionality to get over there, right? Especially you have to be with intentional. little kids. Come on, yes. Uh, someone said <laughs> kids, keeping intimacy distanced successfully. <laughs> Think about that for a second. And all, the, and all the parents said, amen. <laughs> amen. No, I'm joking. Okay. Come on. Yes. Well, we want, we know one thing that we know more than anything else. The first thing that we need to do in marriage is we need to have personal time with our Lord and Savior. Amen. We could try to work and work and work ourselves at marriage. And it might have a little bit of good aspect to it. But if we can go to the Lord and let the Lord do what he does, it's going to be far better than anything we could ever do. So what we like to do is before we get into learning about what God's perspective on marriage is, because that's what married life is about, we like to spend time worshiping our Lord and Savior. So we're going to go into a a song. Uh, It's called I Can Only Imagine. Um, I think a lot of you or many of you have probably heard the song. You might not know it until you hear it, but you probably know. The words are going to be on the screen. But the reason we do this is so that we can stop and pause and say, Jesus, the number one thing above anything else is you. Amen? Amen. Amen. So would you go ahead? Would you stand up? I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get into it. Uh, we do have an incredible uh couple that gets to share with us. I'm going to step up on the stage because you're all standing up for a second. We have an incredible couple that's that's here to share with us. Uh, it's Pastor Ross and Allison Shear from Big Rapids. They came down. Uh, it's, come on, give it up for them. We're like, this is, y'all, this is, this is a couple that I would drive hours to see any day and to have them to come here to share is an incredible treat. So we're honored to have them. They'll be up after this worship song, but we're just going to go ahead and start with praying, and then we'll go into worship, and then they'll be up. Is that cool? Would you do me the honor and just close your eyes and bow your heads? Father, we just thank you for today. Father, we recognize more than anything that what makes today so amazing, Jesus, is you. Jesus, whatever area of life we find ourselves in, whether we feel like we're on a mountaintop or we feel like we're on in a valley, we can know, Jesus, that we're with you and that you're here. So we just surrender this time to you, Jesus. We start out this time with worshiping you with our voice. So we love you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. What it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine 
What my eyes will see when your face is before me, I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus, or in awe of you be still? Will I stand in your presence, or to my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. I can only imagine I can only imagine When that day comes And I find myself Standing in the sun I can only imagine When all I will do Is forever Forever worship you only imagine, yeah. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? Or to my knees will I fall? Sing hallelujah Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine Yeah I can only imagine Surrounded by your glory What will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in To my knees will I fall, will I sing hallelujah, will I be able to speak it all, I can only imagine, yeah, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, yeah. forever forever worship you I can only imagine all right give it up for the Lord tonight you can be seated I suppose you're already acquainted with the people at your table because you all lost to us <laughs> man starting it off <laughs> Uh, hey, it's great to be together tonight. Uh, it's pretty 
pretty fun that you guys uh, invited us to come be part of it. Thanks, uh, thanks to uh, for inviting us. You invited us like last September. And, uh, they're like, like hey, are you, you available in group? April? And I, like, and I was like, I was like, yeah, yes. when? And they're like, half a year from now. I think we're free. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well done. You know, it took us about that long <laughs> to write this message too. I just had to labor a um, Anyway, hi everybody. I'm Ross, and this is my wife, Allison, and, Hi. Um, and we, uh, well, we've been married for uh, 17 years this year, and uh, we've been together for 21 years, and uh, I guess I, don't, I just jumped right into the intro. That's okay. Um, but anyway, I'm the pastor at Resurrection Life Church in Big Rapids, Michigan. Uh, our rapids are bigger than your rapids. Yours may be grand, but ours are bigger, and bigger is always better, okay? So it's, it's all right. Deep breath, all right? Especially after last night. Uh, oh, Did man. you guys get the rain down Did you here? get the rain? Like, okay. We got the... It was torrential it's up, crazy. In, up in Big Rapids. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, bigger rain. Yeah, bigger rain. Bigger rain. Bigger rapids. You might have grand rain, but ours is bigger. <laughs> And let's all say it together. Bigger is better. All right. All right. Anyway, um, so, go ahead. So anyways, we have five kids, and um, I think we brought a picture of our I sent it. Baby. I hope it made it. Did there it make they it? are. So that's our crew. Um, our oldest is Jackson. He's on the left. He's 12. Mason is 11 on the right. We have twins, Luke and Harper, in the middle, and our little spunky guy, Owen, is seven. He's, he's, the greatest. he's a riot. They're all a riot, but he's no, a riot. he's the greatest. He's, Let's be honest. We don't choose if you're a parent, but... you have a favorite. We don't say that in front of them. And this, I don't think this is being recorded, so I don't care. <laughs> the bigger They're... is better, right? But no, that's yeah. our crew, and um, they keep us very busy. So when we were asked to speak, uh, I was like, is there anything you'd like us to share on specifically? And out of the blue, they're like, yeah, we'd like you to speak about vacationing well. And we thought about that for a moment. Vacationing well? Like, where is there a scripture? Like, God says, thou shall vacation. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, why, do, why would they ask us that? I mean, are they stalking our Facebook or something? We do vacation a lot, maybe too much. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Like, like, these people are never at their church. We should have them talk about vacation. I think that'd be great. Like, we can like, talk what? about vacation. Yeah, sure. so, so I was like, I, I, well, we are good at it. So, yeah, let's go for it. So, uh, so anyway, um, the more we talked about it, we more, the more we realized that we could uh, come and share a message on vacationing well as a couple and, uh, and give some I, what, what I think turned out to be some pretty good points that have a whole lot more... Uh, the, to, to There's say, a lot of depth to it. Than just vacationing. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, before we get into it, uh, let me just say this. I never wanted to be a pastor. I told everybody, no, I would never be a pastor. So I feel like it's really important that we pray before we get into the message because <laughs> this guy who never in his whole life wanted to be a pastor has nothing to say. But I think that if we'll let God have something to say tonight in our lives, that he will. Okay, so let's just give it over to him. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for uh, this night, this time together, and this group of people, God. Uh, we're all here for a reason, and uh, we're here for your reason. I believe that you have something to say to each one of us. 
Uh, no matter where we are in our marriages, in our lives, in, in our age, and in, in, in the years we've been together, uh, God, I pray that you have something to say. So I pray that as we get into uh, some scripture tonight and some practical stuff, God, that you will speak to us. Give us ears that hear, hearts that understand, and minds that desire to live out the instruction that you're putting on our heart today. And so just lead us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You guys ready? All right. Here we go. So how do you start off talking about vacationing? Okay, it's, it's a weird transition out of a prayer. Uh, and I'm not a bullet point speaker, um, but Allison is, and so we will do it her way. Men, take note. That's note number one. <laughs> this is marriage, okay? So you do it her way, okay? So she came up with this whole idea that we could use, like, this is not the way that I would do it, but this is the way she does it. She came up with this whole idea that we could use the word travel uh, to try to give you six things. Everybody say six things, six things. that you can uh, try to remember these things when it comes to vacationing well in your marriage. So, um, yeah. So as I was thinking about this and as I was thinking about the word and all the words that fill out the word travel, um, these are things like rules or ideas that we have put into our marriage. And at our point in life, this is what works for us. And so I pray, like my heart is that you guys hear what we have to say and think about your own marriage and say, how does that look in my life? What do I tweak just a little bit so it fits where I'm at, where we are, and then take this and go with it from there? Yeah, I think my, like my first question is, uh, because there are people in this room this way, if you don't vacation, why not? I mean, there's a reason why every job that there is in the world gives you vacation time. And it wasn't, it's not so you can, you know, stay home and play video games or, 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 or take one day to go golf. It's so that you can vacation because everybody needs vacation. Um, a woman at our seniors ministry at our church. Seniors that I, ministry. Well, we just started this yesterday. It's called yeah, the literally Ford it's yesterday. New. It's it's very very fresh. Two um, days ago, we've been coming up with this is a total. I made my note. dad start it. I hired my dad and said, "Pastor the old people in our church." So, so we've been coming up with names for this for so long, and we've called it the fourth quarter. I think it should be called the Silver Society. <laughs> he didn't like that. Yeah, that so was. So I know we have all ages here, really quick, but I like really that. Quick. I think that's catchy. But something so it. good yeah. came out of the fourth quarter yeah. yesterday. So he came home, and he's like, there's this woman at the, at the ministry the other night, and she said uh, that she and her husband, when they were young, traveled the, the world. They literally made it a goal to go to all the different continents, to go see the seven wonders of the world, and to do it all. And she said she's so happy that she did, because now they're, they're both 65, and he just found out he has terminal cancer. And she's like, I'm so, we, she's like, we took, we did things that we thought we couldn't even, not, not that this is wisdom, financially do and all these, that we did, we just said, we want to go do this while we can now. And, and she's like, I'm so glad we did. And we have all those memories and all those pictures and all those things together. So, um, so I don't know if you're a vacationer or not, if you're somebody who wants to go get away or somebody who's a homebody, but the time is of the essence because we don't know about tomorrow. And the truth is, we don't need to worry about tomorrow. God says, worry about today. Tomorrow has its own troubles of its own, right? But then if we're worried about today, then I think as couples, we need to be putting time into each other away, okay? We need to be doing that. So I want to encourage you to do that. So 
Um, anyway, do you want to take over? Yeah. Here? So the first, we're going to go through the word travel. So the first one is T. Surprise. Nothing's going to be a surprise. It's, it's we all know how tea. to spell travel. Letter T. <laughs> we're going to start Come at, the, at, the, at the bottom. <laughs> no. Travel. T, together. You need to take time to get away together. You know, God made us to be together. In Genesis, God says this. It says this. It says, that is why a man leaves his mother, his father and mother, and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. God tells us that we are going to get away. We're going to leave our family, and we are going to be together. So we need to pour into that time. Yes, Ross. The next verse says, Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. I did not put That's that verse in That's the scripture there. I remember. <laughs> Can I get an amen, somebody? Amen. It was mostly men. That was mostly men. <laughs> anyway, so when, when we do pre-marriage counselings with people, when, we, when we're talking with our young married couples at our church, um, we talk about how every job, pretty much when you start, gives you two weeks of vacation, right? And so when we started, that's what we had. We had two weeks of vacation. And so when we started having children, we made this decision that the first, like one of those two weeks would be a full week vacation away without children or anyone else. And that the other... Like that's a non-negotiable for us. Like it, we, we are it going, to take going to happen. one week of our two weeks of vacation and we are going to use it just for each other together. Um, and then the second week, then if you have kids, could be with kids or with friends or whatever you want to do, stuff like that. And uh, you will have friends pull on you. They, they, I mean, how many people have friends that are like, hey, we should go do this together? And you're like, yeah. You have those? Mine's called my brother-in-law. Ross's brother-in-law every week will call us and say, hey, let's go to this place. Or, hey, let's go on an all-inclusive. Or, hey, let's go on a cruise. Or, hey, let's go camping. And it's like, no, 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 no. And we have learned. Not even maybe. No, it's just no. You have, if you do maybe, you give him a glimmer of hope and he's going to run with it. Just say no. And your no is not a no out of like being mean. Your no is out of a boundary protecting your time with your spouse. Yeah. And I think that that's a better way to look at it of saying like, if I say yes to you, I'm saying no to that alone time. Yeah, when we hire people at the church um, and we give them vacation time, um, it is mandatory vacation time. Um, they're not allowed to end their year without using all of their vacation days. Um, and, we, and, and we encourage that they need to take at least one of those weeks to go with just their spouse and be somewhere. Now, if other things come up during the year, of course, in our organization and me being the boss, I can say, hey, I'll give you, you know, some extra time if you need to go do this or to go do that. But they have to use it. And I have staff members who will go the whole year and they won't put anything on the calendar. And we get to the last quarter and I have to have a meeting with them and say, I need you to put your two weeks on the calendar right now. And they're like, what? I was like, put the time on the calendar. Because, because you need to go do this if you're going to be healthy, right? It's, imp it's really, really important. Yeah. And we've done this like, ever since we started having kids, getting away every week. And some every, years... Every week. Every, every I week. Wish it was every, Woo, let's go. Every, every, um, no, every, every year. year. But sometimes it looks... Some years it's looked different. So sometimes my parents live in Florida. Sometimes we've gotten away to my mom and dad's house. That is not alone. That is not alone, but it's away from our kids. So it's a different kind of rest. But financially for us in some years, we weren't able to fully go somewhere alone, just two of us. So we have made made it work 
to go away from our kids every year for at least a week, but um, going to my parents' house is not the ideal place to go, but we go. <laughs> you ever been in one of them 55 and up communities down there? It's a riot. Those walls are real thin in those buildings, real thin. Not a lot of intimacy going on. So We'll get to that later. To That's R. a different letter of travel. <laughs> So R is for rest. R is for rest. And, you know, rest is biblical. You know, God, he did, he did work, and then he rested, right? And, and so it's important. Jesus often got away from the crowds to, to rest and to seek the Lord and to, to have a place to be built up. And so uh, we need to follow their example, right? Uh, Jesus instructs us to find rest. Now, I know this scripture is talking about spiritually but it goes beyond that, okay? It's in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. It says, uh, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you what? Rest, right? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. At the very beginning of that scripture, it says three words. Come to me which is taking action. It's, it means you are putting effort into going to a place where you can find rest. Now, in this case, again, it's spiritually finding it with the Lord, but in our lives, it gets busy, doesn't it? Like, it's, it's crazy. We just got back from spring break, as you can tell from our beautiful tans. Don't be jealous. <laughs> um, but we got back, and we thought our schedule was open. And then just, just today, you're like, oh, my goodness, every like every day, is filled, day has right? filled oh, up. Thanks a lot, Tim. No, no, you were on the calendar I, last year. No, you're yeah, good. You got us in September. <laughs> you're okay. You're All good. Right, we'll give it to you. No, but like every day of our, of our week filled up by the 10 a.m. on Monday. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, this week's already so busy. And so finding that time to get away is important to find that rest. Um, this year, we we decided to do something totally different that we've never done before, and we wanted to see Nashville. And so we found a hotel, downtown Nashville, and we went away just for four days, just the two of us. And it was um, the most rested and refreshed I've ever felt coming home from a vacation. Now, you may be going, really, Nashville? Like, going out in country music and all that stuff? Do you yep. know what the weather's like in Nashville in January? It was an ice storm. It's not great. And rain. And we knew that. You know, most people would go somewhere where it's warm, but every time we go somewhere warm, we're always we're busy, 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 busy. We said, let's go somewhere where we can't go and busy ourselves up like crazy and just be in a place where we have to discover things on our own and, and, and be alone. And it was, it was intentionally decided, like it was planned. I'll hold off for that intimacy part of that one. Um, no, it was amazing. I mean, I would recommend it to anybody. Go somewhere where the goal is to not leave your hotel room that much. Now, Nashville was awesome because we ended up in this hotel room that had this all glass, you know, exterior that looked out over the city. Find a place like that if you can. And uh, and by the way. Um, how much we are on the 30th floor looking out all over Nashville with this amazing place that, that I think would cost. I booked it and I was like, it's either a scam. I was like, this is a scam. We're getting, we're totally going to get there the and be like, you don't. the greatest place in the world. Yeah. And so we, we got there and I got my tag and it said, 
it was 120 bucks a night. Yeah, so it was super cheap. So I was like, See why I thought it was a little sketchy, scam? right? So we were, we got our tag and it said three zero whatever, one one. And I was like, man, we're on the third floor. I was like, we are on the 30th floor. And I was like, no way. Yeah. And so we rode up the elevator and we were like, kind of sit at the door and we're like, this is either going to be amazing or awful. And it was really awesome. Yeah. But just getting away alone, go somewhere new. We have no agenda. Yeah. So we love, we love, I'm going to jump a little bit. That's fine. We love to adventure. Like, we're big into adventure stuff, like hiking mountains and offshore fishing and diving, and we've done all those different things in our life. We, 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 love, the, the, we love the adventure stuff. And we've done vacations, which I'll mention one of them in a few minutes, but um, where we go, we've gone and, and done this stuff. But you know what happens when you hike for nine hours a day, when you get back to the room? You are tired, okay? And it's like, so you, these adventure things are good, and we'll talk about that here, here in just a second, but, but you need to have intentional time to be alone and to, and to not have a huge agenda and be able to uh, stare into each other's eyes all day. Like our, our Nashville agenda was sleep until 10, which we don't do at home. We are up at six every day. We've got kids in school. And, and I mean, maybe Saturday, if we're lucky, my son's not playing piano at 6.45 in the morning. We'll He's make really it good. to 8 or 8.30. I don't care how good he is. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm like screaming through the house from the bedroom, you know, trying to get him to stop. And, and so, so anyway, we got up at 10, took our time. We, we went to the gym which some people don't find relaxing, but we've really enjoyed the gym. There was very little, but what we did is we talked a lot. We, we, we a lot. relaxed a lot. We, we, we just talked about whatever. We talked about our year coming up. We spent time asking each other about their dream, their, her dreams for the year, mine for the year. Talked about the hunting trips I want to go on, which are like vacations. But not. Not for her. <laughs> Is and that so, what we're talking yeah. about here? <laughs> and so, you know, like, like this, to some people it sounds lame, but when you do it naked, it's awesome. And like, and yeah, can I get an amen? Now I know we have all ages here, but listen, when I hit 80, I sure hope I still want to be naked most of the day, all right? With my wife, she needs to be naked too. Disclaimer, she must be naked as well. Not just me, okay? I'm just saying. Those days went by too fast, even though you're like, wow, that's boring. No, it was not. Okay. So speaking of adventure. <laughs> A is for adventure. Yeah, yeah. So over the years, we've had lots of conversations about, with people about what their vacations look like. And we were surprised how many people go somewhere and then split up and do their own thing. I literally talked to someone tonight about it. Uh, it, was, it was funny. We were laughing about it, but it's true. Go to a place, and then, you know, the wife wants to go shopping, and so she goes to the store while the guy's sitting at home, or the guy wants to go golfing, and then she ends up, you know, trying to figure out what she's going to do with her day, and it's, we've done those We've things. done that. So let me tell you a story. So a couple <laughs> years ago, Ross, we, we have a couple friend, and Ross and this guy go hunting a lot, and his wife, Beth, and I are really great friends. And so they pitched this trip to us. They said, we want to go on a couple's getaway. And I was like, okay. They're like two days before Christmas. And I was like, okay. 
I'm really pretty busy a couple of days before Christmas. I don't know about any other moms around here <laughs> that's trying to do all the last minute things for Christmas. And I was like, I can do that. He's like, just two nights away. It's going to be so great. In the mountains, cute little cabin with a fireplace. And, and like the four of us will go. It'll be so great. And he's like, but Barry and I will hunt while we're there. And I was like, okay. And I was like, sure, let's go. So we signed up. I, I said, yes, let's go. And then it got to like the day before the trip. And Ross is like, well, we're leaving at like 3 a.m. And I was like, we're leaving at 3 a.m.? And he's like, no, Barry and I are leaving at 3 a.m. You and Beth can leave whenever you want, and we'll meet you in Ohio. It's only like a seven-hour drive. And I was like, we're not driving together? And he's like, well, we want to hunt the evening, so we have to get there early to put our stands up and put food out and do all this stuff. And I was like, this is a... Like a weekend, like couples weekend getaway. And he's like, yeah, well, we'll have dinner together. And I was like, huh. And then, I mean, I love this. It was a great weekend. I had a great weekend with Beth. Um, <laughs> they have all these pictures of them hiking we near went waterfalls, to waterfalls and going we to We went to places. breakfast. And Ross is like, oh, you can, go, you can go and finish up your Christmas shopping. There was literally a Dollar General in town. Yeah. Like, it was like an hour and a so half terrible. to the nearest so then, Walmart. It was amazing. So then, so then the next morning, they were gone before we got up. So we got up and went hiking and did all these things. I'm like, we'll meet you for lunch. We met at the gas station and had like a hot burrito from the gas station for lunch. And then they went hunting that night. I mean, the story just continues. And then Beth and I are like, we're out. <laughs> so they just got in the car and left. We left. We're like, like we had two nights. We were there for two nights. And we were planning on leaving anyways during the day. But we were just kind of like out of things to do. So pitching certain trips as couples trips or like time to get away to spend time with each other and then not actually spend time with each other leaves one little bit bitter. <laughs> I'm not saying what one, but one will leave a little bit bitter. You don't leave better, you leave bitter, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're leaving bitter from your couple's trip, it was not a That's good That's not a good couple's <laughs> not trip. Not a good couple's trip. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, everybody in here, well, not everybody, but a lot of people in here have hobbies that take up a lot of time. Hunting has always been one of my things. Fishing is, is second on the list, which also takes a lot of time. You know, and, and so for, for years, we butted heads on. Uh, I want to go hunting or fishing, and that doesn't involve her. And uh, don't raise your hand if you've ever told your wife this, and don't raise your hand if your husband's ever said to this, but I, I would say to her, you need to find a hobby. Because, I mean, I don't want to feel bad every time that I want to go fishing or hunting. <laughs> if you would just say to me someday, Ross, I want to go basket weave or whatever you want to do, I don't know. <laughs> That we have a really great marriage, just so you know. Actually, we often sit on our couch and say we don't think anybody that we have ever met or ever known has a marriage as good as ours, but we've worked on it. You mentioned how you've worked on your marriage. It's intentional. We have worked on it. So anyway, you know, I would do that kind of stuff until, until I read the five love languages and realized that I had some work to do, right? And that, uh, that she, wasn't, she wasn't looking for a distraction, she was looking for time with me. 
And I was not looking for time with her. I was looking for time doing my hobbies and things like that. So going on a vacation so that you can go golfing and your spouse can stay home is not what we're talking about. That is not the one week you have to go and spend time together. So um, neither of us, uh, or we were both like, what could we do that neither of us have really ever done? And I, so this actually stemmed out of a trip I did go on hunting. I went hunting in the mountains, and the hiking was really cool. And I said, have you ever thought about hiking? I had fun doing that. And she's like, oh, I would go hiking. And so we booked a trip to Sedona, Arizona. It was actually not that expensive. Tickets in, in, in the winter, in, like in February to Sedona, were not super expensive from Grand Rapids. And we went there, and we started hiking, and we have fallen in love with hiking together. And some of the hiking outfits that she can wear <laughs> make it all worth it. <laughs> now, I love, we've, we have, we've, we've fallen in love with that. And so now that's one of our things on the list of vacations. Like, this is something we can do together. Like, where can we hike next? But it was something cool because because he wasn't the expert at it, and I wasn't the expert at it. Oh, no, no, no. She, I made her hike in front of me the whole time. You remember the outfits I'm talking about? She had to lead the way. I'm not leading the way. No, but what, that's not no, where I'm going up and at down all. the mountain. <laughs> that's not where I'm going at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is that... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we, were both, we were both new to this. So neither of us had, like, the the bossiness to it, you know? Like, when we would go golfing, and he's like, oh, hold your hands like this, and oh, you're holding this, high, this finger too tight, and, you know, stand like this, and you're going to, if you shoot now, you're going to go over there, and it's like, this is not fun. But hiking, I don't, I don't know if any of you guys golf in here with your spouses, but it's there, not. You, yeah, you're saying these not, people should not be talking about this today. <laughs> Ross has a one, and you're done. One hole golfing, you can tell me all the things you want, and then you're done. And then don't say And then I word. just want to enjoy my time with you, right? But hiking, it was just fun getting to explore it together and learn it together, and it has become something that we're both passionate about. Yeah, now we've done multiple trips where that's the goal. We research where's a great hiking location, we make a plan to go there, and, and we're just looking for hikes to go on and things like that, and, and we end up having a really great time. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, would, I would encourage you, at, at any age that you're at or anything like that, that you could find something that's new and exciting and different to go try. Just try stuff. I mean, if you don't try, you'll never find out if you like it or not. And so, so try it. Yeah. Find your next adventure. Okay. So um, V is value. You have your spouse, and you, that is the most important person in your life. You need to put value into that relationship. Yeah. When you think of... When anyone, you met, actually, it's funny that you mentioned at the beginning, she was talking about kids and how every kid, you know, in, in one way or another dreams of someday they'll be married. Um, that, that when you think of the perfect life, you know, or maybe you've been through a lot of life and so it's hard to even think of that. And maybe you've had some bad experiences. And so that's kind of jaded your view of what the perfect life would be like. But rewind before you've had those experiences. When you think of the perfect life, in the end of your life, what would that look like? It, marriage and having a family would be pretty much across the board something that you would consider the perfect, the perfect life, having a great marriage, right? And so people are looking for this. And it's worth spending money and time and effort and any other things you need to to grow your marriage and to make this time happen. 
You know, your, your marriage, I have to tell people this all the time. Your marriage, your spouse is more important than your children. And it's not a popular thing to say, but it is true. And I will say this even for the older generations in here who have children who are older and who might be going through things that are difficult and things that are tearing your heart apart. I mean, my family has, has been through their fair share of that with some of my siblings. But the reality is, is that your marriage to your spouse is still more important than those things. Other than the Lord, it has to be number one. Because if it's, not, if, if it's not intact, what good are you in those other arenas? Right? What, what? You know that scripture, two are better than one? For, you know, if two lie down together, they say it can stay warm. You know, and, and you know all the different pieces of that. You hear it at a wedding. Did you know that the verses that come right before two are better than one is talking about a man who has all the wealth in the world? And he cries out to the Lord and he says, what is it all worth if I don't have someone to spend it with? And then it says, two are better than one. People don't know that. Nobody's ever read the two verses that come before that whole story. <laughs> Nobody says that at a wedding. I did it at a wedding recently yeah. and people were like, what? Like, like, why is he reading it? And I pointed at the groom. I was like, see, you're miserable alone. Like, but, but then... But, that is the reality of that scripture and the context of it is that, is that there is nothing that will bring you in your life or that will produce what a healthy marriage can produce for you. Other than the Lord, we all know that we're in church. Okay, let's go move on, right? <laughs> but, uh, but that's the reality is that, that two are better than one and that uh, your marriage should be number one. Yeah, I think that was one of the reasons why we found such a huge value in our trip to Nashville, because it was so focused on each other. I don't think we've had a period of time like, like that. Oh, I was focused. I don't think we've had... <laughs> oh, man. I don't... If you don't realize, this is how we talk at our church on a Sunday morning. Like We're just like, whatever. Like, are you a, re are you a real person tonight? How many people here are real people? I'm a real person, too. She's a real person, too. So let's talk like real people, all right? Let's move on. I'm, let's I'm keep going. Sure I just derailed that whole thing. Sorry. I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. So, um, okay, so then we do need to talk about the, another aspect of that. And e, the E in the travel word is, is for everyone. And in Psalm 133.1, it does say how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. And so there is a part of your marriage, a part of your life, that, and, and part of your vacationing and getting away where it's healthy to be with everyone, right? Like, like we talked about how our second week, which now, of course, over the years, we have more vacation than that, involves our kids or our friends or things like that. Right? Yeah, so we, we take a vacation every year with our kids. And we try to do it with just our family for some of it. My mom and dad are... At, there for most of it because we usually go to Florida to visit them and for spring break. Um, but these are years that we won't, these are precious years. Like we won't get this time back. And so pouring time into our children is so huge. It's so important that you do get away with your kids. And we were actually just at my parents' house this last, like two weeks ago. And 
it was awesome. It was really great. And then my brother and my sister-in-law came in with their two kids, my aunt and uncle and their kids. My grandma was there. And it was just so many people that we actually finally talked to, together. And we said, we out. We're out. Like, like we're going. This is, so, this, is, this, is, this is our family time, too. Like, it's family time for our whole family. But it was a lot of time. And we said, we want to end this trip focusing on our kids. And so we left two days early and went to a, ho to a hotel that had a, like a little water park in it and spent two full days just pouring time into our kids. And so that time is so valuable. And that time is so important for our kids and for us. And I think it goes for grandparents, too. Like, we have some, some family, distant, more distant family and the grandparents of her, like, second My cousins, um, they will take the, ki the grandkids on, like, a week-long camping trip. And they'll, they'll pour into their grandkids, and it gives their kids that week off that they need to be able to be alone. And, you know, I, you said you heard some people saying that they were on staycations. And, <laughs> I heard that uh, word and people a like times that, today. because you guys are on spring break. Ours was last week, or a lot of people here, if you have kids, you're on spring break. You know, that's good too, but, but a staycation with your kids in the house is not really a staycation. It's just a stay. Um, <laughs> and so, so, and you know that's true, but for, grand, for grandparents in this room, if your kids are, are, you know, will let you take your grandkids, do it. Because we find that so valuable, and we talk to so many couples whose parents will not take their kids for a couple days. And I know our kids are dirty and messy and loud. They cry. Well, maybe you shouldn't have porcelain things all over your house. <laughs> what age does somebody get to where they just start putting glass stuff everywhere? <laughs> Everything in our house is break-proof. Put it away, right? Like we did some some. People from our church invited us over for dinner at their oh, house with all ago. of our kids. This was years ago. We had four kids in two years, okay? So they called us and they said, we want to have you guys over for lunch. And I was like, that's great. We'd love to, but we're going to have our kids. Like, oh, we love kids. That's great. And I think we had like, I think we had four, three, and two one-year-olds or something like that. And so they're all moving. None, we walk no in one. and it's like, And I walked in and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I spent my whole day just like picking stuff up and putting it on the mantle. Like oh, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I, I collect antique lanterns and I put them all this high off the ground. Across and they knocked the one of them over and, and it and, broke. And then one breaks and, and she's, she's like, like, oh. That was a gift from my great niece. That, no, I think I, it, it was, was that like, was our like, gift from our grandkids for our 50th wedding anniversary. 50th wedding anniversary. I'm like, I'm And so we're sorry. leaving. <laughs> and we're Put your leaving. glass away like, and take your grandkids. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me. That was me. for free because that's not in here. No, no. That was. <laughs> anyway, grandparents, we can get going put the on breakable <laughs> things away, invite the kids over. No, but that. And I think that, that we, we tend to minimalize that time. I think grandparents, no offense, oftentimes, because it is a lot of work, it's a lot of effort. Like, I've seen it, and even sometimes with our parents, is, is feel like sometimes they minimalize how much the kids get out of that stuff. And this is an opportunity. Like, we all know that kids tend to grow up to be like their parents, Right? And, and so why wouldn't we want to take time for, for either grandpa and grandma or mom and dad 
to take the kids on an adventure, to teach them something new. Like, you, like I mean, this, I was flaying a fish the other day, and my son goes, you know, Grandpa does it a different way than you. I was like, great, do it Grandpa's way then. It'd be nice if you'd learn so I didn't have to do them all, right? Like, so, but, but. I kind of loved that moment because I was like, that means my son, who was nine years old, has watched Grandpa enough times fishing yeah. to learn how to do something that, that he's going to carry on someday and he's going to play fish wrong the rest of his life because that's the way Grandpa did it. <laughs> but I'm, I will be okay with it because when my dad is long gone and my son plays that fish wrong, I'll go, well, Grandpa taught him that. <laughs> and it'll be great. It, pass on their tradition, right? That's awesome. Um, <laughs> so we've talked a ton about... We're just riffing now. Yeah, what time do we have to be done? Tomorrow? Okay. okay. Eight o'clock? Eight o'clock? No, okay. we still got 27 minutes. We got lots of time. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, we're not John Chris, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, so we've talked a lot about family. We've talked about grandparents and, you know, you can... Aunts and uncles, any kind of family. We've talked a lot about that and being parents and all. But your friends are important too. And I don't know about you guys, but we have friends that every year go on vacations all together in a large group. And every year we're invited, and every year so far we have said no. Most of them have been because of financial reasons or we've already used up our vacation time in other areas. But um, we will say yes to them eventually, and we will go with our friends. And having, import, having good friends that you go through life with, because we're not meant to go through life alone. I mean, this group right here is so cool seeing you guys walk through marriage life together. Like, this is so cool seeing all of, like, the dynamic in this room. Um, but having people that you go through life with, that you're close with, that you can travel with, that you're comfortable traveling with, is so valuable. And having the right people. Yes. We have these great friends who, uh, they're, they're our best friends, and they have, uh, they have three kids, two, two daughters and a son, and we have four boys and one girl. And, uh, and our boys are just a little older than their girls, our older ones. And... To have the right, the right friends is important. So our son was on his phone, which is not an activated phone, but he, he can look, see some stuff. And he was looking up these funny cartoons things. And he showed uh, their daughter this cartoon. And she really felt it was inappropriate. And so she went to them. And they came to us. And, and we had him show it to us. It was actually pretty hilarious. And, <laughs> and it really wasn't that inappropriate. But the daughter took it the wrong way. But we had had the right people around us that we weren't instantly mad at each other we weren't instantly pointing fingers but instead we were building each other up we got the kids together had them had had him apologize had him work through it and then we've got people who like if, if like if, i don't know like if if anything goes wrong it's like they're gonna lose their mind and and we've had friends who are like super clingers anybody had a friend like that like super needy friends it's like taco tuesday has to be every tuesday of the year like no Oh, really I had to go and do a marriage counseling these people were falling apart I don't care we didn't watch the biggest loser and eat tacos together like like but back when there was the biggest loser that was years ago and, but don't and, be clingy friends and so we have to you have to surround yourself with the right people and that does mean moving away from the wrong people yeah 
In Proverbs 18, 24, it says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Can I talk about Zach and Lane without names and about how I don't draft together with them? Yeah. So I just want to make sure I could talk about this before I did. Um, we have some family who were there with us in Florida um, who have kids our age who do not believe the way that we believe. They think the way we believe is silly. Um, they do not believe politically the way that we believe. They spend all of their day making fun of anything conservative. They like to argue about how it's great for young kids to use cuss words because um, it empowers them uh, to use language like that. And, and so part of the, hey, we're leaving, is because the people we want our family around long-term is not them. Now, they are family, and because they are family, we will be around them at times, and we, we do try to still be there with them. Um, we've tried to witness to them, and it has become straight-up war, ruined entire trips, ruined family vacations, ruined Fourth of Julys, and so we have asked the Lord to bring someone else into their life, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and we, we really felt like the Lord said, just love them. And I will bring someone to them. But we try to regulate our time with them. We are not going to go on some week-long or week-and-a-half-long or, or even five-day-long vacation with, with them because we know the influence that they're going to have on our kids. And, by the way, it's not just about the influence they'll have on your kids. It's what is the influence they're going to have on you. Now, we have these friends that want to, you know, go on all-inclusives and things like that, and th there's a group of friends that, that would be great to do that with. There's some other acquaintance friends who have invited us to do that, and I know if we went there, we, would, we could potentially be influenced to do things that are ungodly. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be so careful who we choose to go with and who we spend time with. You need to be careful who you spend time with, who you surround yourself with. If your marriage is on the rocks, don't get advice. I'm going to say this, and somebody's going to be mad at me from somebody who's divorced and who celebrates the fact that they got divorced. Now, if there's abuse in your marriage, that's a whole other uh, subject, talk to Tim. Uh, and he'll put you, no, but really, talk to, talk to the individual, the pastors here at this church yeah. that can help you through that. That's a whole different ball, ball, ball of wax, right? But, but we got to be careful who we surround ourselves with, okay? Did you read that scripture already? Yes. Great. Okay, so we're moving on. So L is for love. Oh, I, I, I'll keep talking then. Um, when we're talking about love, we're not talking about the simple I love you. We are talking about making love. Okay, I told you we were going to get to this. Right? We're talking about intimacy and uh, talking about making a plan on a vacation to be intimate with one another. And some people go, well, yeah, we're on vacation. That makes sense. Like, we're going we're gonna to do it. I mean, maybe even twice. Wow. Like, woo. And, and you know, every man's going, it's going to be every day. And every wife's like, well, I got one over with. I'm good. Let's go. Are we going hiking tomorrow? What are we doing? <laughs> it's true. All that That's to true. say, it's a weird thing to think about, but you do have to plan for sex. You do have to plan it. And Ross wrote in this. Ladies, every man is hoping you'll pack something sexy. Your husband wants you to wear something sexy. Yep. So pack it. Just pack it. And if he doesn't, just get up right now. You can go, man, whoever, whatever man you are. No, 
every man does. Every man is looking, looking for that time. And especially if you're going on a vacation alone, uh, you know, he's, he's looking. He is hoping that at least one of the days that you went into the bathroom in the evening when you're sitting on the bed at the hotel watching the Food Network that you never watch at home anyway, but it's the only thing on TV, that you're going to round the corner out of the hotel bathroom and you're going to be wearing something that is really going to surprise him. I promise you. And that doesn't, I mean, he, he loves you. It doesn't matter what you feel about you because you know what he thinks about you. And so, so they're looking for that. I mean, and, and so don't just cast that, don't make that an afterthought. Plan ahead, make a plan. Yeah, so the whole plan thing has been weird to me for years. Um, when we did our, mar- our pre-marriage counseling, it was with my father-in-law. My dad. And um, it was... Very we, weird. We were his first. We were his first child to get married, and after us, none of the other kids had to do it with him. I don't. Okay, I don't even know if they did premarriage counseling or what I they don't, did. I mean, they're but still we, married. He but. forced us to do five different sessions with him, like full in his office, door closed, very awkward sessions. And one of the sessions, um, he's he talked about sex. you have to plan for sex. And we were like, what? Great, Dad. What? And he's like, you know. Like, I'm so happy. Every Wednesday. <laughs> My dad says, you got a plan. And every Wednesday when you kids go off to youth group, your mom and I get home and we go for it. And we're sitting there like. What? And I was like. This is awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. That's us 19, right? So now that we're older, (laughs) you do have to be intentional about it. And now it makes total sense. We got one kid in youth group and the rest aren't far behind. (laughs) Wednesday nights, baby. Are you kidding me? Time alone at home with no kids and no interruptions? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> well, put it in your calendar now. How far forward does Google calendars go? A couple years? Like, <laughs> but you so the, do have to be intentional, whether it's at home or on vacation. So, yeah, as weird as that sounds, um, you know, our weekend, our days off are Friday, Saturday, because we work Sunday through Thursday. That's the way our church has our schedule set up. So we still get two days off in a row, right? Well, um, summer's great, but winter is better because all of our kids are in school. So Friday morning, we drop them off at school. We go to the gym. Bye-bye. We go home. All of our friends, all of our family know that we have named Friday Fun Friday. It is the only day of the week our kids ride the bus. They just ride at home because we're not going to pick them up. We are, once we get home, figure out your own way home. And we have, you think that's crazy, but I mean, they have transportation. And so we have, we have made it a plan that whatever Fun Friday looks like is, you know, it, it could be different, but that we have alone time together. Every man knows what I'm thinking I'm hoping happens on Friday. And, the, and then the kids come home in the evening, but we've had a rest. We've had a mini vacation, one day a week. We found time to be alone, found time to connect. Um, we have a hot tub. We have a hot tub. We have a hot Let's tub. Let's go back to vacations. 
<laughs> no, no, no. This is vacation-ish. We have a hot tub. I have told my church one of the greatest things that you can do to fix your marriage is to buy yourself a hot tub. So I'm just saying that. Now, I have had at least five different couples come up, and they said, it's true. It's the greatest thing we ever did for our whole marriage. Uh, because at a hot tub, you don't take your phone. It's outside. Don't mount a TV on the side of your house, right? You, you, it's, it's, you, you, you know, once the kids are in bed, if you have kids, or if you don't have kids, yay! Uh, you, you, you know, you, you, get to, you get to be in the hot tub. This is not on our notes at all. <laughs> Pastor Dwayne will never have me speak on a Sunday again, ever again. I don't care. You can do that one. Why would I care? Um, oh, yes. Oh, shoot. Let me, no, you, you talk, about, talk about something. Talk about something. I want to look that scripture up so I can read it, and we, we didn't put that in the notes. That's Ready. the scripture. I know, but talk about something else. Okay, so. Find something. Think of it. We're talking about intimacy, and we're talking about love, and we're talking about getting away with your spouse. And, and w the biggest thing that we want to leave to you is that you are the only person that can fulfill your spouse in that way. You are the only person that, like, other people can come in, and they can be friends with your spouse. They can come in and have conversation. They can go out for dinner. They can, they can do hobbies like go hunting or fishing or garden or do a bunch of different things. But the, in, in the intimacy with your spouse is something that only you can fulfill. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1 Corinthians 7, 2 through 5, which we did not give them the notes to put on the screen anyway. Maybe she did. Um, it says this, but since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife, and likewise, the wife to her husband. The wife does not have, do I keep going? Yeah. The wife does not have the authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. Do not deprive each other, except perhaps if you're fasting for some reason, that would be crazy. And that's not what it actually says in the Bible. That's what I think. Um, and that's the end of that scripture. Okay. Uh, and this, I, we see this a lot when we talk with couples is um, that there could be this depriving it up from each other as like a weapon or as a, I'm not happy with you or this or that, whatever it is, or I'm not in the mood or this or that, whatever it is. Um, it is so important. And so when you're planning to, time to be alone together, it should be at least something that's rolling through your mind going, you know, is this, is this, you know, something that could happen today or or, you know, when you're thinking about vacation, which day, uh, honestly, it sounds weird, but if you know what your plans are for the different days of your vacation, which day is it going to be the best? Which one's going to be the best day to do that? Or the, which two? Or which, I don't know, seven for some of you crazy folks. Uh, but uh, but it's, it's important, okay? Um, I feel like we had something else to say about that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so 1 Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. I mean, marriage is not easy all the time, right? It's, it's hard. It's effort. It's intentional. It's putting the work in. Um, loving each other over everything is, mo is so important. Yeah, kind of oddly enough, it was a, it's a weird subject to try to bring to you guys today because everybody's at different stages of their life. 
some people are going are in or going into retirement and have all the time and they're like, well, this didn't. Our life is a vacation. Yeah, our life. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's where you're at. Um, for other people, you, you know, you're thinking I don't even have enough money to even go go get that hundred and twenty dollar hotel you're talking about. Every situation is different, but really, none of it's really about vacation. All of it is about putting the effort into your marriage to really grow a deep love for one another. And so we'll put effort into so many things in our life and we will forget about our marriage. Think about the amount of time you've put in at work over the years of your life. Now just think about your marriage. How do those numbers compare if you could put them on paper? And what's crazy is if you quit your job today, they would replace you by the end of the week. If you have a high-level job, they'll play, replace you with by the end of the month. And you've put all that time, all that focus, all of that effort into that job, and you're replaceable right now. But you cannot be replaced in your marriage. Your spouse needs you. Your kids need you if you have kids. Your grandkids, they need you. And so why wouldn't you want to invest as much time as you can into each other? If you do that, it'll just overflow on, on, you know, into the kids' lives, into the grandkids, and into everything else. It's totally worth it to go on vacation. And why not start now? It is your spring break. <laughs> like, that's really mean to say. Uh, but, but why not start as soon as you can and figure out a way to get away? I know that we didn't talk about God a whole lot today, but I sure hope that maybe just there's a piece of this that stuck with you and go, I'm going to try that. Let's try that. Let's put a little of that into action. Um, so anyway, I don't have a, a whole lot more to say. Uh, we have, what, a few minutes, or do you need that time? Okay, I was just going <laughs> to, I mean, I know it's crazy to do this, but I was just going to say, could we do like three questions for question and answer, or two questions for question? Is there anybody who has a question that we could maybe give an answer to? Anybody want to ask? I know, like, oh, yeah, let me ask. It's a, yes? Yes. <laughs> Boom. Booking.com. <laughs> yep. And, we'll, and if you want to talk after, we'll tell you the place we went to because it it's looks amazing. like they're winter prices and they have like seven different cities. It's called Placemaker with no E between uh, before the R at the end. Placemaker. Have you, anybody heard of that place before? I don't know. But anyway, we they're in a, a bunch of different big cities. And during the winter months on the off season, they're cheap. Like downtown New York, it was like 160 bucks a night. It's crazy. So anyway, it's worth looking at. But then now, now the prices are going to go up because we told all of you people. You're all going to book it. Okay. Anybody else have a, have a question? Be happy to answer. We'll also be happy to hang out up here afterwards if you'd like, like personal questions. It's fun. Yeah. How do you deal with S in trouble? Travel. Oh, Everybody? you want an S? I didn't have an S. Oh, no. No S. I heard someone Salvation. Say, Ask I Jesus heard into your heart and <laughs> it will all. Lord is number one. And then the last shall be first. So salvation should come before all the other ones. And so. There you go. No, that's okay. Yeah. What resources or who did you, like, I don't think you, to watch your kids? Like, while you were 
Great question. Great question. There's a couple great ideas that we have for that. One is you just mentioned not family, but if you have family, then, then it's worth asking your family, and it's worth talking to them about how valuable this time would be. If it's, hey, we just want to go drink margaritas on the beach somewhere, and they're going to be like, uh, so do we, and so they're not going to watch your kids, okay? But if you were to talk to them and say, listen, we really would like to have some alone time and to grow our marriage, you would, you would be surprised how differently they will receive that than, than the other way around. What we have done, or do you want to talk about the friends? What we have found to be really beneficial for us is we've got tons of friends that have kids too. And so we'll say, hey, we'll take your kids for a date night this month or for a weekend so you guys can get away. And then in return, you can take our kids for a date night or for a weekend getaway. And you you reciprocate it back and forth. And so it's a win-win for both of you. And you both will have and we And we do it for free for one another. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, we have five children and we have taken other people's three children for an entire week so that they could have time off. We drive two cars everywhere we go, we We make it work. We have asked for that in return and we have given (laughs) them our kids, praise God. And it's working, but really like talk with, say guys, we need to support each other. And you don't have to have a lot of friends, you just have to have a couple that you trust. (laughs) You have to have a few friends that you trust. That would be a, a, a suggestion that I've had. And the other thing that, that we've done and we encourage is if you are looking for a babysitter, whether it be for a day or for a couple days, um, talk to the church about if there's anybody or like children's ministry. I know this is, a, this is you know, the, the, the mothership here. Um, but uh, that's, what we, that's what, by the way, that's what every other link church calls this church. No one calls it Granville Res. Every church calls it the mothership. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't know that, it is that is common knowledge within the organization. Um, Yeah, yeah. What was that? What I was just saying. Oh, children's ministry. Talk to your children's ministry leaders because you know what's amazing about the children's ministry workers that are allowed to work in this church and most big churches. They've all they had like kids, and they've all had background checks. And the church wouldn't let them watch the kids here if they didn't pass the background check. I mean, like, it's for real. That's a real thing. And so there's usually people who would be willing, and you might be surprised. And now we will be done if you have other questions. And now I will. Who am I handing it off to? Come on up, Nikki. Here we go. All right. Thank you so much. It was fun. It was fun. That was super awesome. Thank you so much, Pastor Ross and Allison. It was great to have you guys here, and thank you for the laughter. Um, I know you guys, a lot of you have heard me say this before, but laughter is one of the best things for your marriage. My husband has made it impossible for me to be mad at him our entire marriage because every single time I try, he makes me laugh with something dumb, which is super awesome. It only happened like three or four times today. I love it. (laughs) Not tonight. I said today. (laughs) Okay, maybe tonight. It's fine. It's fine, it's fine. A um, couple quick things. On your tables, there is a little table tent that will tell you what we have coming up next month. There's also a QR code. I know there are a lot of you in the room that tonight was your first visit to Married Life. We want to have a chance to get to know you. Pastor Tim and Rachel want to have a chance to say hello to you in the next week. Scan that QR code, put your information in there, and also leave your anniversary date because we love to celebrate marriage 
Um, and we can't do that if we don't know when you got married. So pop that in there for me. And then also next month we are going to be having a discussion panel. On your tables are a couple of cute little cards that have some different topics for discussion. If you could circle a few that you want to hear at our discussion panel and then leave it on the table, I'll pick those up afterwards. If you have specific questions, you can pop them in the Cotton Ball Chaos basket and I will also pick those up. And then we'll be putting together a list of those for next month. Next month is also our last meeting until the summer. We are going to take a break for June, July, and August so that everyone can enjoy summer. We are looking at trying to put together some fun um, just hangout times rather than teaching times for the summer. But you get Wednesdays of the summer off. Um, that is everything that I have. If you'd like to tithe or partner with any giving, that slide's going to come up behind me on the screen. And then also our resource of the month is 40,000 Words by Shannon Odell. I'll be posting that on Facebook as well. Um, and Tim is probably going to give away a couple of those books. But if you have kiddos, go ahead and head to the classrooms and pick them up. Feel free to come on back. There's plenty of candy and goodies on the table. I'd love for you to eat them all before you leave. <laughs> have a great night, you guys.